Welcome to the Better Together Podcast. Here, you'll find inspiring and enlightening podcasts brought to you by our MDS ARG pods. ARGs, associate resource groups, strive to explore, highlight, and share the wide breadth of experience of our BD colleagues, their families, and their communities. Today's episode explores a moving and impactful partnership between BD and the Wreaths Across America initiative. For more, here's Joe Balin, Debbie Sanchez, and Karen Wooster. Hello, and welcome to the Better Together podcast. This is your host, Joe Balin. Um, We are excited today to have two very special guests with us. One, many of you may know, uh, Deb Sanchez, who is one of our clinical specialist trainers out of the New England region. She is also the BD Vets ARG leadership team and social investing officer, as well as on our MDS Vets ARG pod as one of our co-leads. Welcome, Deb. Great to have you here. Thanks, Joe. Glad, pleasure to be here. And then we also have our very special guest, Karen Worcester, who is the executive director of Wreaths Across America. Karen, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. Hi, Deb. I'm excited to be here with both of you. Well, thank you so much. I'm excited because uh, this is my first time getting to talk to two New Englanders on the podcast. So <laughs> there's going to be many people who may or may not understand us. So we may need a translator at the end of the day, but uh, I'm very excited to have both of you. So Karen, I want to start with you, um, you know, as executive director and I believe co-founder of, of Wreaths Across America. Help us understand what is Wreaths Across America and what are the origin stories behind it? Well, Wreaths Across America is a 501c3. And our mission is to remember the fallen, honor those that serve, and I believe most importantly, to teach the next generation the value and cost of freedom. And unlike a lot of 501c3s, it wasn't a, oh, we've got a cause, let's get a group together and and start this 501c3. It actually started as a family, something that we did as a family back in 1992. Years prior to that, we've always been in the balsam business, and we do mainly balsam wreaths and centerpieces during the holiday season. And this one year, in 1992, um, we had a surplus of wreaths going in. It was late in the season, and they were beautiful, fresh wreaths. And um, you know, my husband wanted to do something useful with them. And uh, he, he recalled being at Arlington National Cemetery. He won a trip as a 12-year-old paper boy. And of all the things he saw in Washington as a kid, he uh, was just the, you know, the just the vision of how large the cemetery was and what it meant had always stayed with him. Very patriotic man, always has been, didn't serve himself, but he said, I'm going to see if we can't take those, take the kids, go put these wreaths on the headstones, teach the kids something and just show our gratitude for our freedom. So he called some uh, main politicians and they made a few calls and we actually were shocked to, to get permission to go. So uh, we called a trucking friend, Bluebird Ranch Trucking. They came, they loaded up the wreaths and w- drove in a day to Washington, D.C., to Arlington. And with the help of a few people down there, the Maine State Society, um, took all day to place 5,000 wreaths in section 27, which is one of the oldest, it is the oldest section, it's the Civil War section actually. And um, it just impacted everybody involved so, so much as they placed the wreaths, they couldn't help saying the names and, 
anybody familiar with that section, there are a lot of unknowns in that section, a lot of civilians in that section and, and uh, just the rich history. And when they came home for months afterwards, you know, the kids had written down names. Marl would keep saying, oh, I, this name, I wonder, you know, how they died. I wonder if they knew they were dying. You just can't help but make that connection. So as a family, we decided we were going to go as long as they'd let us. So from that point on, we made the wreath special every year. Went to Bluebird Ranch Trucking, and they carry a few volunteers down. And that's how it went from 1992 up until 2005. And in 2005, um, a Pentagon photographer uh, happened to be there at the cemetery, took some pictures um, of the wreaths. It had snowed a little bit. It was beautiful. You know, the green with the red bows against those stones. And long story short, it went viral. Um, on the internet, they put it on their web pages, and that was 2005. By 2006, January, um, my husband, who to this day has never sent an email but has one for business purposes, <laughs> he literally received thousands like three or four thousand emails. Oh Phone calls goodness. were coming in from everywhere to our company and mail. We got mail with money in it. People, were, if this is true, we're participating. How do we, how do we get involved? What can we do? You know, we have a national cemetery. Can we get wreaths? And so it just, uh, and that's how it went. And we literally, as a company, we had to hire somebody to open these envelopes and send money back and, we're just trying to just trying to stay ahead of it the best that we could. So um, it, it went on like that. And as the year of 2006 progressed, we were listening and talking to Gold Star families, uh, veterans, um, you know, service organizations, and people that just wanted to be part of what we did. So um, based on all of that, and how 2006, by the time 2006 that we got ready to go to Arlington. I mean, we had had news media at our home and uh, volunteers wanted to uh, help at Arlington. Uh, the Patriot Guide writers wanted to escort the Rees. You know, schools and communities wanted us to stop on the way. And so it, it really, um, it wasn't a big plan of the Worcester family. It was something that we did that impacted us and it touched a nerve with others. And uh, we had a lot of credit for spearheading this, but I'll tell you that the real driving force was from the American people that just wanted to be part of what we did. So big change in 2006, we got to the cemetery. Um, just before we got there, the um, cemetery called us and said, holy cow, there are over 70 news media registered from all over the world. And uh, that kind of opened a can of worms at that point. So in 2007, um, we gathered some people that had been with us, you know, since 1992 and, and uh, formed the 501c3. And wow. uh, from 5,000 rees in 2007 <laughs> to yeah. last year was uh, 2.4 million and 3,400. Uh, no, I guess it was 3,100 locations last year. Wow. Um, we're on track to do 3,500 locations this year. That's amazing. I mean, what a what Crazy. an amazing story. And, and, you know, just from your dedication to a picture that, that went viral, that, you know, spawned what you guys were already doing is just an amazing, amazing story. Um, I, you know, Deb, I, I want to kind of turn it over to you. So 
you were familiar with wreaths across America and you work at, you know, in, in BD as one of our leadership team for our, our BD vets ARG, which is our associate resource group, as well as co-lead our ARG um, vets pod for MDS. How did you come across wreaths across America and what inspired you to get involved in, and what are we doing to partner with uh, wreaths across America? Well, first of all, thanks, Joe, for this opportunity. And, and Karen, it's a pleasure to be speaking with you about your organization and so glad that BD is a partner with you in this. Uh, I first heard of Wreaths Across America because uh, in my state of Massachusetts, we have a Veterans Memorial Cemetery right in my town of Agawam. And in the paper, oh, maybe I think it was 2018, there was, hey, we're looking for volunteers to come out to the Veterans Memorial Cemetery and help place wreaths. Uh, it's a volunteer uh, operation and we'd love to have you come out and support. And from that day, it was, wow, what a way to bring together the community. My son uh, was, oh gosh, maybe eight years old at the time. And we brought him along and he got to meet veterans there. We met veterans. We met uh, people from our community, all wanting to have that same purpose to honor our veterans that uh, are, were, are buried in that cemetery. So we placed the wreaths that day. Fast forward to this past year and being a social investing officer for our BDX Vets ARG, I, one of my first tasks was to uh, nominate a nonprofit community-based organization to hopefully receive a one-time grant through our social investing team uh, through BD. So I immediately thought of Wreaths Across America. Specifically with MDS, our associates are mainly field-based. We don't have a home, say, Franklin Lakes or Sandy, Utah or Salt Lake. And it's a great way to be able to do the same thing at the same time, get everyone engaged in a field service volunteer way, but be together as one BD. And so with that, we applied for the grant and glad to say that the social investing team that awarded these grants awarded Wreaths Across America with their gold level, which is their highest level of $10,000. And that $10,000 is going to be used for National Wreaths Across America Day. That's excellent. Um, that great connection, Deb. And, and, you know, what an amazing story to, to reach out and, and bring something that you've looked at just in your own neighborhood to be able to bring to BD and, and really spawn across all regions across the United States. Um, you mentioned Reese Across America Day. Karen, can you tell us a little bit about what is National Reese Across America Day and and what date is it? And and how was how did you come to that date? Well, we used to say the second Saturday. This year is December 17th, and it has a lot to do now with logistics and and so we, we do post on the website what the dates are, I think, four years out right now. Um, but Reason Across America Day is that day when all over the country, um, we have more than two million volunteers, by the way, and a third of them are kids, which is amazing. Wow. Um, that's the day that we all collectively will lay wreaths. And this year, we're on track to do about 2.7 million. 
And why it's important, we come together and we ask that people say the names when they place the wreath, that they say the name. So not only will we be placing 2.7 million wreaths, but the names of 2.7 million who serve to keep us free will be spoken. We, we believe that a person dies twice, the first time when the heart stops beating, the life leaves their body. But the final time is when their name is spoken for that last time. And it's so important, not only for those of us, they are placed in the reeds, but for the next generation to keep those names alive, because the, the stories and the courage and character of those men and women that have served are the best gift that we can give our kids so that they can learn to love this country and take care of freedom going forward. So Reads Across America Day is not just a day to remember. It's a day to honor, come together with those that serve, but most importantly, to take our kids by the hand and by the heart and, and show them what's great about this country. And to add what you had to say, Karen, the Veterans Memorial Cemetery in Agawam, Massachusetts, I have three uncles that are buried there, as well as my husband's grandparents. And so to take our son there and to tell them a little bit about their uncles and their grandparents, uh, actually his great grandparents, and to share stories, it's really, like you said, Karen, a way to allow the younger generations to relive what it was that these veterans had gone through and really bring the community together and generations together. And once you go and be part of this day, you'll want to keep going back and you'll want to see it grow as well. So it, it's really humbling and it's really makes you feel warm inside to be able to participate. You know, one thing that I noticed as I was researching Wreaths Across America, and, and even from hearing, Karen, what you're saying, and Deb, it's it's more than just about a wreath, right? There's a lot more to it. It's about the honor. It's about remembering who sacrificed the names and the teaching and the history. But also what I thought was really interesting is that the way your wreaths are built, they represent different qualities. Can you talk a little bit? Karen, about that and and really the how your your leaf your wreaths are built and what they represent. Well, they've always been since the first year when we had wreaths that were left over. Um, after that, the wreaths were made specifically for the veterans, and it, it became so important to my husband. And a long many years ago, we were at a stop. Um, it was the night before going into Arlington and a gold staff mom came up to me and she said, can I uh, read this poem that your husband wrote for me aloud tonight? And I got to tell you, I was taken aback because 48 years into a marriage, he's never written anything for me, but <laughs> he had written an incredible poem uh, for those, those families. And so each, each wreath is made up of a, a bundle of balsam is called a bouquet. And in this poem that he wrote, I'm going to get crying. I do every time I talk about it, what it meant to him of the 10 bouquets, a belief in a greater good, love for each other, strength, work ethic, character, honesty and integrity, humility, selflessness, modesty, ambitions, optimism for our country, concern for the future, pride in their duties as military and hopes and dreams that didn't come true for those who are lying buried, but they, they hope for, for the next generation. The bow is uh, 
shows great sacrifice. The, the circular shape is eternity. The smell, which I, and I could tell stories about families who, when they go to those cold gravestones at, at the holiday time, there's something for them to be able to smell the balsam and touch that living circle because it's hope and it's eternity for them. And then the evergreens itself have always stood for longevity. And uh, that he wrote that from his heart, that every single wreath that goes together, that's how he thinks of it. And um, it's been a real teaching guideline for us. And like I say, for a man that is a man of few words, that came from his heart. And that's truly what we want to represent. You know, kids need to understand true sacrifice. And over the years... The mission came from talking that first year to Gold Staff families and to veterans about what they thought was important. And these are the things that they shared about the courage and character of their loved ones. So being able to do something tangible like this with kids and talk about those characteristics is so important. So every wreath is special. Every wreath is a gift from somebody to somebody that they want to uh, honor, which is very special. So we don't decorate graves. We literally go to these cemeteries and place these gifts and say the names and make a personal connection. So it is very special. And it's so much more than decorating cemeteries. It's certainly about teaching and making that personal connection. Well, and I know that, you know, beyond the wreaths, you're, doing a lot too with mobile education exhibits, a remembrance tree program. Um, you have curriculum too, as well. Can you talk a little bit uh, about that and, and, you know, how you guys have expanded into, you know, that part of really, I guess the, the teaching aspect, right. And, and, and you've mentioned kids a couple of times as a, I think your, your, one of your programs or coloring books is, is, you know, for middle school children. Absolutely. But I'll tell you what, for me, teach has always been the most important thing. And we were so lucky um, this past year to bring on board, to head head up and raise the quality and just raise the bar for our teach program. Cindy Tatum, who was a Goldstein mom, very wonderful woman, a woman who was told on Christmas morning, sorry, here I go again, love the woman. Um, if you can imagine that, to have a knock on your door on Christmas morning and rush into the door thinking maybe your son got home, but only to be told that he had died the night before. So this woman has put her heart and soul into the curriculum. I love the curriculum. We've worked together. I believe firmly that it would be disingenuous for us as an organization with our mission not to work with like-minded organizations. So sharing in our curriculum process are uh, the Vietnam Commemorative. And uh, Vietnam Commemorative, we've been fortunate off from the uh, MEE trailer. We have pinned and welcomed home to over 2,000 Vietnam veterans. Um, that trailer went to 140 events last year in 25 states, thanks to our volunteers and boots on the ground. The others we work with in our curriculum, we work with the uh, Congressional Medal of Honor Society sharing stories, incredible stories. And to the point that I love the TEACH mission, Roger Donlin, who was the first Medal of Honor recipient for the Vietnam War, and he actually got his medal during the war. So he's had it for a very long time. And I interviewed him a short time ago and I asked him, I said, Roger, as an organization, what's the most important thing that we can do? 
And he didn't even stop to think. He said, Karen, we need to teach our kids to love this country. And there's no better way to do that than sharing the stories of our heroes and making that personal connection. We work with the American Rosie Movement. We work with Random Act of Kindness, the uh, Ike Education at the Eisenhower Foundation. We, we believe that there's no sense in reinventing the wheel. So we've come together. The curriculum is for all grades. There are one-off pieces. They're all downloadable at readsacrossamerica.org, or if you're in the teaching community, they're free on Teacher Pay Teacher. And that program has taken off this year so much that it, it's, I'm just really proud of everybody that's worked so hard on that piece. It's amazing. The, this, you know, the people who you have who are coming in and helping and, and the people you've come across, I'm sure you have a, a, a million stories of that are just you know, touching, heartbreaking, and really eye-opening. And, and you know, from my perspective, we really appreciate what you are doing out there. It's amazing. Deb, if I turn over to you a little bit, I, I want to understand from a BD perspective, what would you want our BD associates to know? Great question, Joe. What I want our BD associates to know is that all of our ARGs, all of our associate resource groups, have a mission. And that mission is to really focus on the BD way of values, mindset, and leadership to have a connection both within BD and outside of BD with our communities. And for myself, it's the VETS ARG, the Veteran Employee Troop Support ARG, but there are other ARGs within BD as well. And it's to really find what you're passionate about or what your family might be passionate about and to explore the opportunities that BD offers outside of your role description of what your job description is within BD, because they really do become tied together. You know, we have great work-life balance and we can kind of work symbiotically within those structures to find our passions, but to, to support and promote um, some organizations such as Wreaths Across America and, and really feel good about ourselves doing it. And the opportunities are out there. And one of the, one of the things that we're doing right now within BD is our, we're setting our goals, right, for next year. And one of our personal goals could be to volunteer more, to explore some of the ARGs and, and be not only uh, on that ARG BDX level, but also could be within MDS on one of the pods. So explore the Maxwell page and the different ARGs that are available and really get involved because you'll find that it's a win-win situation. It's a win for organizations that we partner with, but it's also a win for BD, uh, the BD way and for ourselves personally. And Deb, I, I appreciate that. I know you and I spoke a little bit and one of our goals with the MDS pod here for, for this particular Reese across America is to really reach out to our regions, um, which we have. Um, so, you know, Karen, we have, uh, we're filled with field sales employees and clinical specialists that work across America. And so we have the ability to reach to different parts of the United States and really want to inspire our group of regions to to work to volunteer here for Wreath Across America Day and participate because it it's just such a wonderful cause and and 
really, you know, I think an opportunity, as Deb said, for us to to volunteer and, and even, you know, for those with children, I, I love the idea of, of teaching and helping to inspire them as well. And, and in regards to that, Karen, so what inspires you to continue? I mean, you've been doing this for a long time. It's obviously gone to places that you hadn't initially dreamed of. And now you're looking at 2.7 million wreaths, 2 million volunteers. <laughs> I don't even know how you begin to, um, I don't want to get into the logistics of that, but it sounds like a, a very challenging thing, but what inspires you to continue to go? Well, I think a few things, and I think you touched on one, the volunteerism is so, you, you know, we, we live in a world right now where there's so much negativity, but so many volunteers as, as a people, the Americans that volunteer, they get involved. Just as an example, we have volunteers, the, all the, every single location coordinator is a volunteer and the sponsorship groups, they are volunteers. L- uh, little known fact that the transportation, we talk about logistics, more than 85% of our wreaths are delivered on volunteer trucks by trucking companies and um, independent truckers who travel all the way to Maine and load up the trucks and go. Uh, Most of our logistics team are volunteers. Just can't say enough about it. It, It's everybody giving with what they can, but you know, you, there are so many stories about people's lives who've been changed. Our theme this year is find a way to serve and you talk and talking about the uh, research resource groups, any group that is out there trying to help, whatever, whatever it could be, if it's helping people who are, you know, suffering from an illness or just trying to help people get jobs or whatever. One of the most healing things that people can do is to find a way to serve themselves and feel like they're being helpful in that community. But there are there are so many stories, and um, you know, I I will never forget two from Arlington. One was uh, just a few years ago when I we we'd gone into the summer. The wreaths were all laid, and my husband and I walked down to Section 60, which at Arlington is a section where the more current conflict have been buried. So they're younger, and um, you go there, and on wreath day, and there are families little kids decorating bushes with, you know, Christmas ornaments and families sitting in lawn chairs and with there to be there for the holidays with their loved ones. And this, this particular time, this young woman, she had a baby on her hip that couldn't have been a year old and a little boy by her side. And it was cold that day. They were bundled up in their snowsuits and they had runny noses and shiny mittens from trying to take care of that. And just the woman saw us and she, recognized us and she came over and she literally was in tears that what it meant to them to be there at Christmas and see literally thousands of people there uh, to let her know that he wouldn't be forgotten. And the little boy wanted to show us his daddy's grave. And so I took his hand and we went to the grave and you've all probably seen the pictures, the iconic picture of the wreath laid against the stone and the bow has been fluffed and all that, but he wanted daddy's different. And that little man had laid uh, the stone right flat, the reef right flat on the top of the stone, like a hatch because he wanted daddy's to be different. So daddy could be, could stick out. And, and then, you know, just today we have a a woman who comes in here, works in the museum and I've known her for a long time and she's a music teacher. Um, She's taken a lot of 
what she's learned from working with us here. And she just recently was putting together her patriotic program with her nine-year-old students uh, for, for Veterans Day. And she, she came in in tears and she says, you know, there's a little boy in my group and he really didn't understand what a veteran was. And we've taken this time and we've used some of the curriculum. And so they went on a class trip this last week to an apple orchard and this little nine-year-old boy, sorry, there were two men in uniform there with their families picking apples. And he asked his teacher, my friend here, that if he, he could go and sing their songs they had learned to these men in uniform. And he did. And she was crying when she was telling me. And I was just thinking, you know, we just need to show them the way. And uh, I love that about Reads Across America, that kids get to see all of us working together for, for that common good. All of us knowing how important it is that our kids understand that we weren't gifted with freedom. We were entrusted with it. And just having that opportunity to show the kids and everybody how great this country is and how good the American spirit is, because it's an honor for me every day to sit in this chair and see how good people are in this country. Thank you so much for sharing, Karen. And just so everyone is aware, Karen is the executive director of Reads Across America, but she is also in that position as a volunteer. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. And the the effort, the amount of time that you're putting into this for such a a great cause and and you know uh, your stories are are touching and, and heart-wrenching and, and amazing that we're ma- you're making a difference. So, you know, I want to encourage everybody, you know, who listens to this podcast to reach out and get involved with Re- Across America. Um, we have an opportunity coming up as a company that really I think is exciting. And, and as Deb said, uh, an opportunity for all of us to be in different areas, but doing something at the same time. Um, Karen, if, if people want to do- donate or get more involved with wreath, Wreaths Across America, what's the best way for them to do that? Um, wreathacrossamerica.org. Everything that we do can be found on those pages from downloading curriculum to uh, finding um, a location. Or if there isn't a location, we're in every state, but if there isn't a location near you, you can sign up to have a location. Um, my husband still God love him donates the ceremonial wreaths and a lot of people, a lot of places will start just with those ceremonial wreaths. So they can find everything. And if they want to give directly to BD, they can go to wreathacrossamerica.org slash BD and we'll be taken right to the page that they can support what you're doing. And we appreciate it so much. Yeah, that's what I wanted to mention that we will have a direct link, uh, which Karen just um, stated so that anyone across BD can uh, either find a cemetery that's close to them, or if there is not, then then our BD associates can host a cemetery and uh, click on that link and Wreaths Across America will work with that employee to set up uh, to set up that cemetery. As long as there's veterans in that cemetery, they deserve a veterans wreath as well. So really I'm encouraging everyone to 
go to the website. The wreaths are sponsored. So it's not wreaths across America making these wreaths that go to the cemeteries for the volunteers to just place. The wreaths are sponsored. And so as a sponsored wreath, we want to make sure that every veteran has a wreath uh, placed to honor and remember them and to teach those younger generations. So if you know of any cemeteries that have veterans that aren't participating, I highly encourage you to host that cemetery. Um, but if not, and there is a cemetery near you that we're already participating, find that local cemetery and gather your friends and family and associates and colleagues. And uh, let's make Saturday, December 17th, one that BD and Reese Across America will never forget. That's excellent. Well, I, I want to thank you both for, for joining me today. Karen, your story is amazing. And I'm just very inspired by what you're saying. Uh, I have children of my own and, you know, I just love the idea of, of bringing them and really helping to teach them um, a little bit about history, about, our, you know, who a hero is, what, what is involved. And I think it's just amazing what you've been doing and the work you've put into it. And Deb, thank you for bringing this connection. And I really think that our BD associates can make a big impact on December 17th and really looking forward to it. I know we'll also have additional information that we'll be posting so people can, can volunteer as well, but thank you both for joining. Thank you so much. Thanks, Karen. And thanks, Joe. Appreciate the opportunity. Thanks for listening to this better together podcast. For more information on how you can get involved with Reads Across America at BD, you can contact Debbie Sanchez directly. For more information on the nationwide initiative, visit readsacrossamerica.org. This podcast has been a production of BD. BD and the BD logo are trademarks of Beckton Dickinson & Company or its affiliates. Copyright BD 2022. All rights reserved.